Today in Science from Wired. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Today in Science from Wired. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from TD Ameritrade. TD Ameritrade's learning experience is curated from their vast library of exclusive content and customizes to fit your investing goals and interests. Get started at tdameritrade.com education. The sly psychology behind magicians' card tricks. Is this your card? A recent study found that participants will select the suit or number they were primed to choose. By Jennifer Ouellet, Ars Technica. Pick a card, any card. It's a staple of traditional magic tricks. But if you choose the three of diamonds, chances are you have been primed by the magician to pick that card even without being aware of it. That's because certain subtle verbal and gestural cues can unconsciously influence decision-making, according to a recent paper in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, or the PNAS. There's a certain degree of well-founded skepticism surrounding studies of visual and verbal priming. There was, for instance, a famous experiment in 1957 by a market researcher named James McDonald Vickery involving subliminal advertising. Vickery claimed to have conducted an experiment in which some 45,000 people attending screenings of the film Picnic at a Fort Lee, New Jersey theater were repeatedly shown brief ads, drink Coca-Cola, or hungry, eat popcorn, lasting just one three-thousandth of a second during the film, thanks to a tachistoscope Vickery said he installed in the projection booth. He reported an 18.1% increase in sales of Coca-Cola and a startling 57.8% increase in popcorn sales as a result. The concept of subliminal advertising subsequently spread like wildfire, featuring in a 1973 episode of Columbo and even prompting the CIA to issue a cautionary report. There was just one problem. Vickery was a fraud. Nobody was ever able to reproduce those results, including Vickery himself, and Vickery eventually admitted he had falsified his data, and the story had been a gimmick to prop up his struggling marketing business. It's possible he never even conducted the original experiment. While more recent, non-fraudulent studies have suggested that priming can influence people's choices, those studies have limitations. For instance, the choices subjects can make are usually limited to two or three options, and the experiments are generally done in a tightly controlled laboratory setting rather than a more natural real-world environment. But there is substantial anecdotal evidence that the forcing techniques used by magicians are effective. It just hadn't been studied scientifically. 
And unlike typical free-choice paradigms tested in labs, such techniques are subtly integrated into performances. Alice Payless, a psychologist at Goldsmiths University of London and co-author of the PNAS paper, is well aware of the checkered history and long-standing difficulty in replicating social psychology experiments on priming effects. But she feels confident in the use of magicians' techniques in her own work on how unconscious factors can influence choice, since they rely on tightly controlled scripts and actions, while still being embedded in a natural, conversational environment. She started implementing magic tricks while still a graduate student in France. I love magic, and I quickly realized that magicians are the best to influence choices, she told ours. Peles found inspiration for her most recent research in British illusionist Darren Brown. Brown uses mental priming and forcing techniques, among other tools, involving verbal and visual cues in his performances, prompting someone, for instance, to think of the Three of Diamonds card. Apparently, the Three of Diamonds is an unlikely card for people to randomly choose from a 52-card deck. Brown's method involves asking an audience member to attempt to mentally transmit the image of a playing card, instructing the spectator to make the color bright and vivid. This should prompt the spectator to think of a red-suited card, as opposed to a black-suited one. Then Brown asks the audience member to imagine a screen, priming the shape of a diamond with his hands as he does so to prime the spectator to think of the suit of diamonds. To prime the audience member to think of the number three, Brown asks them to imagine the little numbers down in the corner of the card and in the top. As he does so, he rapidly draws threes in the air, as if on an imaginary card with his index finger. Finally, he asks the spectator to imagine the things in the middle of the card, the boom-boom-boom, the suits, while pointing to three imaginary symbols in the air. The entire priming exercise lasts just 15 seconds. Pelez and her co-author, Gustav Kuhn, recruited 90 volunteers and randomly allocated them to two groups. One group watched a live performance of the experiment, and one watched a videotaped version. Pelez performed the priming herself, using Brown's method to focus on the number of the cards she wished the participants to choose, the three, and the suit, diamonds. Rather than doing so in the lab, she sat at a table in the Goldsmith cafeteria facing the subjects and had them either watch her for instructions or watch a video of her delivering the same instructions on a laptop with headphones. Afterward, participants wrote down the card they chose and rated how free and in control they felt about their choice. Participants' feeling of freedom is one of the key elements of a successful forcing technique, the authors wrote. If the magician manages to force a card but this person feels constraint and not free in their choice, the trick no longer works. Those measures also enabled the researchers to assess how aware the participants were of the attempts to manipulate their choice by asking if they had noticed any gestures on the part of the performer. The authors found that 17.8% of the subjects chose the Three of Diamonds, while 38.9% chose a three among all four suits, and 33.3% chose a diamond among all available cards in that suit. Subjects most commonly chose the three of diamonds, followed by the three of hearts. As a control, the experiment was repeated by having participants watch a video of the same performer, Pelez, and script, minus any priming gestures. Subjects chose the three of diamonds or a three significantly more often with the priming than without or in a random distribution. 
Choosing a diamond alone showed no statistically significant difference between priming, no priming, and a random distribution. Of those subjects, 16, who chose the three of diamonds, just three of them reported knowing the reason for their choice. Similarly, only seven of the 35 participants who chose a three card said they knew the reason for their choice, and even then, only three of those seven subjects specifically mentioned the performer's gestures. The others said they chose it randomly, or came up with a confabulation to explain their choice. For instance, I always seem to count in threes, or because it was their favorite number. Our results dovetail findings from the choice blindness literature, which illustrates that people often do not know the real reason for their choice, the authors wrote. About 72% of the subjects noticed at least some of the priming features, but this was independent of whether or not they picked the three of diamonds, and their descriptions of the gestures were vague. Pelez and Kuhn found that it made no difference whether the priming was done via a live performance or a video, which ran counter to their pre-experiment predictions. Pelez was also pleasantly surprised that her priming performance actually worked on so many subjects, especially since she is by no means a professional magician or performer. I find it amazing that so many people have no idea I am influencing them with my gestures, she said. Granted, a 17.8% success rate in getting subjects to choose the Three of Diamonds doesn't exactly speak to the robustness of the technique. That's why professional magicians rarely rely on priming methods alone. But it is still significantly higher than the percentage of subjects who would randomly choose that card. Brown, according to Pelez, is likely to have a higher success rate. He is a gifted illusionist with an admitted knack for spotting susceptible people, and he generally performs these kinds of tricks within a reinforcing context of whatever tricks or audience interactions came before. Understanding the underlying cognitive mechanism, the next step in Pelez's research, is important because such techniques could be used for more nefarious purposes to influence other mental processes, according to the authors. Prior studies, for instance, have shown that subtle hand gestures and similar priming methods can influence eyewitness testimony and even implant false memories. If you witness a crime and then I interrogate you and I ask which type of jewelry the suspect was wearing, if I'm just touching my finger, there's a high chance you will remember the suspect wore a ring, Pales explained. Even if it was not true. So this could have a big impact on the criminal justice system. If you know that you can be influenced in such a way, maybe you will be more careful. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more science news at wired.com science. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.